You're listening to The Bookstack with Annie, Nia, and Sydney. Hi, friends. Welcome to our third summer snack stack. I'm Nia. I'm Annie. And I'm Sydney. During this summer season, we're going to give you snack size stacks to keep you up to date with what we're reading. So Annie, what have you got for us? So in true book nerd fashion, uh, I've listened to other book podcasts and the Modern Mrs. Darcy podcast just came out with her summer reading guide. Do either of you listen to her podcast? I don't. I do not. Okay. Well, she just came out with her summer reading guide. And so I started looking up all the titles and I try to read them throughout the year. There's like 30 of them on there. I don't have time through the summer, but I have time through the year. And she has it broken up into different categories. So the first one I looked at was the thriller category. uh, And I started reading Firekeeper's Daughter by Angeline Booley. Any recognition? No. Okay. This one came out in 2021 and won a whole lot of awards. It won the Edgar Award for Best Young Adult Book. It won the Michael L. Prince Award. It won the American Indian Youth Literature Award for Best Young Adult Book. It's won a whole bunch of things. So I thought it would be a good one. Yeah. So I thought it would be a good one to read. It's also won some good read stuff, but these are like the national awards. So I said them. I just started it uh, last week and I like it so far. I think I started chapter six today. So it's listed on Goodreads as a young adult mystery. And I know there's murder at some point. I haven't gotten there yet. The point where Hmm. I am at, we're still learning about the family and the boy just showed up that she's going to have a love interest with. So the main character, I know, I know. I'm okay with it because I know that's not the focus of the book. Because if this was listed as thriller... And then there was a whole love thing. I'd be really mad. <laughs> it was like listed as romance. It's fine. Listed as romance. Sure. So hopefully sometime the thriller shows up. Uh, Donis, the main character, she's half American Indian and half white. And her birth was a scandal that is still discussed throughout the town. Her dad was a famous hockey player who, according to Scandal, seduced her mother, got her pregnant, mom moved away, had a baby, showed up again with the baby, and dad had married someone else. Oh, no. And had another child with that other person. Oh. Yeah. So she has a little brother, half-brother. Okay. Okay. Who's completely, who's full American Indian. So at the beginning of the book, she, Donis, is trying to, you know, have two different worlds, the American Indian world, and then her white world, and... She plays ice hockey too. So there's her ice hockey world also. Mm -hmm. And I'm really interested to see how this all plays together because I'm a human being who has, who wears multiple different hats and I cannot keep them all separate. Mm -hmm. And in a world where you have American Indian laws and then United States laws and then your own ethics all coming together with murder. I'm intrigued to see how that goes. I can't wait to hear what you think when you finish it. Yeah, I've heard really good things about Firekeeper's Daughter across multiple platforms. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited that this showed up and that I had a chance to to start it. And I'm just going to keep going and see how it turns out. I'm excited. Seems really good so far. Right on. Yeah. All right, Nia, what do you have? So I have a little bit of a different genre here. So the book I've got is called Black Feather Mystery School, The Magpie Training. It is by Irene Glass and Kane Kane Dreamwalker. I love that Um, title. 
Isn't that's, it a that's great That's a pretty title? great title. <laughs> it's so fun. So it, yeah, it just came out in May of 2022. It is brand new, brand new. Yeah. Very recently just got my copy. I'm super excited to read through it. I've heard a lot of really good things about it. It is nonfiction. So this is not a fiction book. Oh. Um, yeah. It just, and, the title makes it seem like it is. It really does. makes it seem like a fantasy genre. It seems not. The title to me makes it sound like it's going to be a middle grade graphic novel. Oh. Series. I can see where you get that. That's what I see when I read that. Yeah. So it is, it is a a witchcraft primer book. It is brand new. Look at this cover. Isn't that pretty? Oh, it's a gorgeous cover. That is not middle grade graphic novel series. No. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. the cover is stunning. It's been endorsed by a lot of major authors, including Amy Blackthorne, who's got a lot of books in, in the world about modern witchcraft and energy work. So I'm going to do the little blurb that goes with it. Uh, yes. So that'll help give it give a little bit more of a <laughs> description here. So Blackfeather Mystery School, the Magpie Training is a foundational full spectrum training in empowered witchcraft. It focuses on reducing self-sabotage while providing solid grounding in magical theory, devotional practices, mysticism, spell casting, and ritual work, beginning with spirit work, journey work, and so much more. The text helps readers build a strong, safe structure for the cultivation of mystical experiences for personal growth. It can be approached as a training course or used as a supplementary source of information and skill development. Blackfeather is a synthesis of and outgrowth of over 20 years in the art and practice of witchcraft and threads the needle between the structure of traditional witchcraft and the freedom of mysticism. That sounds really interesting. Yeah. I have a question about it. Okay. So is this a series of nonfiction texts? I suspect it will be just because it has book one in the title and it's on the cover. So I would assume so. And I have friends who know Irene personally, and they say she's an absolutely lovely person. So that's always nice to hear because a lot of times in, especially in any of the metaphysical books, there's a lot of problematic authors (laughs) or people who are just like arrogant jerks. And it's nice to have. (laughs) That's nice. (laughs) Yeah. So it's nice. It's nice to have a solid book out there that is not yeah. by a jerk who's actually by a quality person right. who's also giving good information. So I'm super excited to dive into this book. So that yeah. is what I have right now. I'm cool. super excited um, for you. Thanks. So Sydney, what do you have? So I am not going to spend the entire summer snack stack talking about the Rizzolian Isles book that I'm reading next in the series because <laughs> I'm going to wait until I get through the whole series to make a judgment. Awesome. <laughs> So I'm, so that is also being read, but I don't want to just have, you know, the next book in the series as all I'm reading. So I am reverting to my nonfiction ways, but (laughs) there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I know. I know. And I love it that you guys are like, yay. I Um, love nonfiction. I have no problem with nonfiction. I this just one, did a nonfiction. What are you guys true. talking about? I like, know. True. I know. It's not know. just you. It's okay. Um, it's not just I'm, you. I am very excited because this one, I think, is something that anyone could jump in and enjoy, even if you don't love history or nonfiction. It is called Bad Days in History, a gleefully grim chronicle of misfortune, mayhem, and misery for every day of the year by Michael Farquhar. It was All a right. team. It's a very long title. I almost ran out of air. It is. it it goes it's the title that spans the length of a year for every day of the year right (laughs) so I really like this I've I've started playing with it 
there's 365 stories about mishaps occurring to people. You really don't feel badly about having mishaps, but he, he has gone through and he, this was, uh, sponsored and, and published by national geographic society. There's Makes sense. It's, it's basically a calendar. So it starts with January 1st and there's a story about something that happened on January 1st. And then it goes to the second and you can literally read through a different story for each day in a calendar year. That's cool. I'm going to read the back cover for you just because I like the way that they explain it. National Geographic author Michael Farkar uncovers an instance of bad luck, epic misfortune and unadulterated mayhem tied to every day of the year. From Caligula's blood-soaked end to hotelier Steve Wynn's unfortunate run-in with a priceless Picasso, these 365 tales of misery include lost fortunes, like the would-be Apple investor who pulled out in 1977 and missed out on a $30 billion windfall. So romance, <laughs> Romance gone wrong, like the 16th century Shah who experimented with an early form of Viagra with empire-changing results, and mm. truly bizarre moments like the Great Molasses Flood of 1919. Think you're having a bad day? Trust us, it gets worse. <laughs> I So I it actually... sounds like these are famous things or famous people. Some of them are. Some of them are not. Okay. The Great Molasses Flood is actually like, you read it and you're like, this is so, you're laughing, but it's not funny, but you're laughing because I've seen, I've seen the illustrations. It's so terrible, but so weird. Yeah. So there's, there's a story behind that and it's in this book. This book sounds awesome. What what I love about this book. (laughs) I know. I know. What I love about this book is that you can just jump to a certain day and read just about the event on that day that you're curious about, or you can read it straight through because cool. it doesn't, it doesn't have any kind of sequencing requirements. So I think that anyone could enjoy this book just because it is, as the author says, gleefully grim. So, so how long are each of the stories? Are they a page? Are they a page and a half? Some of them are, are only a paragraph. Some okay. of them are a couple paragraphs. They're all fairly short. They're all, they're all really abridged stories that he's kind of condensed for this series. And if you love this book or the idea of this book, there's also a sequel and it's more bad days in history. Okay. So you have bad days in history and more bad days in history, but it is hilarious because he just (laughs) finds some of the funniest stories and he goes really far back for some of them. Mm Mm-hmm. And some of them are more recent. So it, it kind of spans the gamut of human experience. I like that. So you can That's have really a, cool. a, a little bit of whimsical grim to go with your morning coffee. Exactly. That's well, exactly how I yeah. like my grim. I would honestly get that book and keep it in my classroom as a, a an opener every day. If here's mm-hmm. something horribly funny, if you will, that happened on this day 350 years ago. Yeah, there you go. Let's talk about now let's it. Let's write let's about it. Write about it. Let's put this into our collective memory and yeah. do something let's, fun with it. Let's do a think pair share. Yeah. And it, yeah. And that's then, what I would do know, with this. Springboard off of it to yeah. Or at the breakfast table, tell my family, say, hey guys, while we're <laughs> eating eggs, let, let's hear about the great molasses flood. The more you know. Hey, you know that syrup you put on your on your pancakes. There's a story behind that. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been worse. That's awesome. I like that. (laughs) Thank you for sharing. That's a good one. Absolutely. Well, friends, thanks for listening to this chapter of the book stack. As we sign off, we'd like to leave you with some food for thought, and we'll see you next time when we take a look at what we're reading now or next this summer for our fourth installment 
of our summer snack stack. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter at Bookstack Trio and follow us on Bookstack Trio on Instagram and Facebook to see a full listing of the books mentioned in our stacks. If you read a book from the stack, please let us know what you thought on social media. You can also find us on our website at bookstacktrio.com. There is a temperate zone in the mind between luxurious indolence and exacting work, and it is to this region, just between laziness and labor, that summer reading belongs. Henry Ward Beecher.